Ford commercial time. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome in, everybody, to the Craft Beer Republic, the most hydrated nation in all of the lands. I am Greg. I am being joined by the built flex tough truck himself. <laughs> flex, how's it going, buddy? Oh, it's going great, man. Good evening. Let's get this fucking show rocking, baby. Let's do it. And she's built professional grade. It's our friend Deb. Deb, how's it going? It's going Ford <laughs> tough, baby. <laughs> you guys are terrible with that. Uh, we are just terrible. terrible. I feel like uh, feel like Will Arnett over here. Like we are professional grade GM trucks. <laughs> now he doesn't. He doesn't do Ford commercials, does he? And, but hey, he does he do does, Batman. So, and he does he does the GM commercials. Too. Oh, okay. Yeah, professional. And then like the Reese's. Not sorry. Nice. So. I got to get on my commercial game. I guess so. Come <laughs> on, man. Super Bowl's coming. There's going to be lots of commercials. Tons of commercials. Uh, Not so many San Francisco 49ers. Shut the fuck up. Uh, anyways. Ouch. Yeah. As if A-Rod's going to be there either. <laughs> He's been chilling for a couple weeks now. Uh, if everyone at home is wondering why the fuck we're talking about truck commercials, it's because Deb thinks our intro sounds like a truck commercial, and it kind of does. So, uh, sorry, not video. sorry. Yeah, she's not wrong. She's not entirely wrong. So uh, anyways, check us out on the socials at Craft Beer Republic. Flex is at FlexMeBeer, underscores in between. Deb is at one hop, H-O-P, one hop, mess, all one word, CraftBeerRepublic.com. If you're doing any shopping on the old Tavor, don't forget promo code unfiltered. Get you 10 bucks off your first 25. All right. So much to get to. I'm going to fade this music out and uh, I'm going to dive. <laughs> I'm going to get out of my truck because <laughs> we don't want to drink and drive over here. And I'm going to dive right into the first beer. Oh, God, we're loving some beers. Uh, I am drinking, you know, a couple weeks ago, we talked about, uh, we were saying, like, what the fuck is this new cold IPA thing that's going around the nation? And uh, Sweeping the nation. Sweeping all three beers I've With seen. Sam with Elliott's IPA. mustache. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk about truck commercials. Uh, anyway, so I went out and I found myself a cold IPA. So I am drinking Fremont Brewing's Baxter cold IPA. It is 7%, has 60 IBUs. And at 3.84 untapped, and they say this rotating IPA series is named after and in honor of the pets of Fremont. Love is a four-legged word. So they named this after one of their dogs over at Fremont. Uh, so anyways, as you guys can see, the IPL, or IPL, excuse me, the cold IPA, which is essentially an IPL for all I can figure <laughs> out, uh, very clear like an IPL should be. It's got uh, a little bit of tropical fruit on the nose. I'm picking out some pineapple. What's, what's the old tongue jabber say? Tongue Jobber says that the tongue follows the nose. I get pineapple. I get citrus. Um, has really nice lacing and carbonation to it. I, it's an IPL. I mean, a cold IPA. It's, <laughs> it's an IPA that's been lagered. <laughs> and let me tell you, this this tastes just like a every IPL. Not like every IPL, but uh, follows that standard of just about every IPL I've ever had. So I don't know 
If it's just uh, a fancy marketing thing, like, let's not call it an IPL. It confuses people. We'll call it a cold IPA because somehow that's less confusing. Uh, anyways, it's a that's good got, beer. It's got to be a, a huge marketing ploy, you know, with how big IPAs have become. I guess. Right. Uh, it's a good beer. It's a clear beer. I would like to drink another one, but um, yeah, I don't get it. It just tastes like a like an IPL. I like the name because the dog in Anchorman was named Baxter. Oh, that's right. He so, ate an entire wheel of cheese out of the fridge. He did. He wasn't even mad. He was more impressed. Right. Park twice if you're in Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> uh, well, hey, you guys, it's officially February. How has your dry January's been? We we glad to be done with that. Yeah, I'm trying to think what has been dry of my January. Hey, um, <laughs> my feet sweat, so not my feet. Oof. Uh, my armpits sweat, so not my armpit. Wow, you're really attracting those listeners. Yeah, bring them on. Uh, but I <laughs> have drinking a beer every single day, uh, minimally two. So I hope my doctor's not listening. Isn't that bad, right? Every time you go to the doctor and they ask you for your, your yearly checkup, they're like, oh, how many alcohol drinks do you consume weekly? And you know everybody fucking lies on it, right? Oh, yeah. Everyone's totally. like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm like, you know, I'm a casual drinker, like seven drinks a week when sure. in retrospect, you're minimally hitting 28 beers. Right, you're like Sometimes seven. 35. Yeah, seven, that was and, Saturday. Yeah, so <laughs> I, think, I think this year when I go on to my, uh, you know, my... My annual physical, I think I'm going to be honest, just to <laughs> see what my doctor's reaction is. It would be great, because you're ripped. So, I mean, well, like, well, that's the thing. Is like, I, don't look, I don't look like I'm unhealthy. Right. You know? We'll find so, out. it's like, uh, you know, maybe we'll get some blood work done and really see what the hell's going on. Please make sure that you're like, no, I don't exercise. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he thinks that you're just like sitting around drinking beer and you're still that ripped. Yeah. Chicken oh, yeah, and biscuits doc, every morning. This is a uh, body built by beer. Yeah. <laughs> when he asks you how many alcoholic beverages you have a week, just be like, hold on, let me get my toes out and just start like counting fingers <laughs> and toes. And, like, can I borrow a hand? I need one more hand. One more, please. Uh, what is three times seven? <laughs> Plus or minus, Oof. mostly plus another 20. Carry the uh, four. Yeah. Jeez, what do we do here, Doc? Ask him if they have one of those clear, like, dry erase boards you can start writing on. You know? <laughs> Just go, like, all goodwill hunting with these yeah. equations <laughs> all over the board. How do you like them apples? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, speaking of apples, I had this beer the other day that had, like, apples infused into it. And just, like, anything he says just becomes <laughs> oh, yeah. a beer topic. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I tried it this year. I gave up, uh, pretty early, but I lasted the longest I've lasted. Let me guess, like six hours. I made it to, yeah, January 1st. So, uh, so good for you. It's over. Deb, you've done like sober months before, haven't you? I have. I've never done it in January. (laughs) No, January is way too important (laughs) for drinking. Like, Like, I feel like it's like you have to start the year off with a bang. Right. And then somehow like middle of the year, you're out, you're like liver screams uncle you got to give it a break <laughs> dry july <laughs> right <laughs> well maybe january just tends to be a more stressful month that's fair you're coming out of christmas and coming out of christmas and everybody's like oh new year new me you know and then right. every workplace starts over you know the new fiscal year so they're you know they, they just demand so much more at the beginning of the year and you know, I right. think everybody just kind of needs a little escape from that, and beer yeah. really does the trick. Well, and for me personally, I uh, 
you guys already know this, but I had the COVIDs over Christmas. Yep. And I lost my taste and smell mm, and it mm-hmm. sucked. So by the time it came back, it was already almost a week into January. So it's like, well, now that I can taste things, like I'm not going to not right. drink the things, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, How long was your taste gone? Yeah. And how powerless did it make you feel? Okay. So literally it was one of the worst experiences of my life, I think. And I keep saying, like, I feel so terrible for people that have this as like a medical condition mm. where they just can't taste or smell anything indefinitely. Because, I mean, for me, it was like nine days of not being able to taste or smell anything. And then I would say like another week, it just kind of slowly came back. Like each day, maybe like 5% more than the day before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it was it was terrible. Like, because when you're stuck at home too, like I'm stuck at home, I'm quarantining. I'm thinking, well, at least I can just sit around and eat like shit and watch TV. <laughs> But it's but so when you can't not taste pleasing. It, yeah. Yeah. No, you're not just going to like eat cookies that you can't taste. Like it makes you feel dumb. Like, yeah. so I just That's had like broth my, for like nine days. <laughs> it's like when my wife would make us dinner while I was sick and it was just like, I, I don't even know why you're putting in effort for this. Cause, <laughs> you know, like you, you could just feed me like vomit and I would just be like, oh yeah, thanks for the dinner. You know, <laughs> right. It's just, it's just not going to matter. I mean, I, I know I've said this on the show before, but it, when I had it at the very beginning of COVID, it was uh, an opportunity to clean out some of the shittier beverages in my alcohol cabinet. And it was also a way to test if my taste had come back. Yeah, just a sip of shitty whiskey every night. And then one night I was like, oh, it's back. Yay. It, it tastes like shit. That's so awesome. So, yeah, I didn't. Other than like little sips, every, I wasn't drinking anything. It was like, this is my chance to like eat celery and not give a fuck i guess right <laughs> what's just lose like 30 pounds in nine yeah. days because all you eat is celery <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was clearing out the shit in my cupboard that i didn't want to eat the drinks i didn't want to drink like we had this energy drink and we had this flavor that we couldn't stand as like an orange creamsicle flavor and i was like yeah fuck it. i'll drink all those i can't Gross. fucking taste it plus if if i could taste it it tasted like shit i'd gotten really excited that i could taste it and i just dump that shit out true so, yeah. that's why i started my Every morning I would coffee because coffee is such a, you know, a strong smell and taste and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if any, if I'm going to taste or smell anything, it's going to be coffee. So I'd make sure I'd get up real early and just brew the hell out of it yeah. and stick my nose right in the cup and give it a big old sniffer. Yep. I wasn't even putting cream or anything in it. I was just drinking it straight because what's the point? Yeah, I guess what's the point? I didn't even think about that. Just needed the caffeine at that point. Yeah, it's uh. It's kind of like watching a, a black and white film. It's just kind of lackluster. You don't have that taste yeah. and smell. So. That's Hell a really an good analogy. analogy. <laughs> Thank you. Every now and then I get, get one of those Touche, in there. Touche, so. Deb. Touche. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so anyways, glad dry January's over now that we got real depressing. <laughs> <on the show. laughs> Everyone take the razor blades out of your hand. <laughs> we're, we're done with the dry January and COVID talk. Uh, Super Bowl's coming up this weekend. I, for one, couldn't be paid to care. Yeah, sorry, bud. Uh, I mean, is that just, you know, your feelings talking? Yeah, I mean, it is. Obviously, I'm hurt that my Niners just, my Niners, that fucking Jimmy G fell apart against the Rams last week. But also, it just, it was such an emotional ride, and I don't give a fuck about either of these two teams that are in the Super Bowl. So it's like, yeah, whatever. Like, I'm sure I'll watch it, and I'll be more enticed by the commercials and the beer than anything else. We'll see. And for me, as long as Tom Brady wasn't in it, I was going to watch it. Um, mm-hmm. But I also think the story of the Bengals is great. Um, the story of Matthew Stafford, I think, is great. I'm definitely pulling for Cincinnati. 
because uh, I'm not a big fan of the OBJ side, mm. you know, and mm-hmm. uh, I've always hated how he acted in it throughout his entire career. And then when I saw the footage of him going over to the Niners sideline when Debo is taking the loss hard and, you know, he went to put some kind words in Debo's ears. And I just thought to myself that if the Rams lost that NFC championship, he would have been in the locker room before the clock struck zeros and he would have been a big ass baby about it. Mm-hmm. So I actually thought that was a really, really shitty move on his part. Interesting. And uh, for that, I will be pulling for the Cincinnati Bengals. Hmm. I never even thought about that, but uh, I'm with you. Go Bengals. Fuck the Rams. Hell yeah. And they're doing it for Harambe. What? Did you see did, that? No. Did they come out and say that? Yeah. What's the name of the kid from the Bengals? The young guy. Crap. I'm drawing a blank. They're all young. Um. He he came out and did an interview and said that they're playing for Harambe. Good for him. So Dick's out. Dick's out. It's a noble cause. <laughs> Dick's out. <laughs> Dick's out for Harambe, Greg. Uh, well, zip. <laughs> Dick's out, everybody. Is anybody going to any parties? I don't know. What what do we do with Super Bowl and COVID? We going to any parties? Gonna sit at home, get drunk? What's your no, I mean, for like the last five or six years, we just kind of put out a spread for ourselves. Um, yeah. I work every Super Bowl Sunday, so it's, you know, quite the, you know, it doesn't matter what team plays in it. People throw Super Bowl parties. It's like Halloween. It's like Christmas. It's, you know, just like a national holiday. So I'm usually pretty tired by the time I get home from work. So my wife will make some appetizers. She'll put a couple desserts together, um, you know, just get ready to have like a chill evening in uh, don't have to put too much thought into dinner then because you're basically just eating throughout the entire mm-hmm. game. And uh, I mean, you know, if your team's not in it, like ours aren't, uh, yeah. we're mostly watching it for the commercials. <laughs> so and and the excuse to get drunk. I have the problem where like, you know, a lot of times we'll go over to someone's house, but it's like, fuck, I can't get too drunk. So I got to drive home and uh, catch. Yeah, that's, that's, an, that's another plus. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> uh, Deb, you guys do anything for the bowl? We are. So um, I'm going to keep it kind of low key for now and I'll talk about it the next time I come and visit you guys on the show. But uh, where we're going, it's only a small group of people, but one of them is a major league baseball player and the other one is a Grammy award winning rapper. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll be there too. So So I'll talk more. If it all works out. Are you on the show with us? (laughs) Yeah, you're way too big for us. (laughs) It's not me. I have friends who have friends. <laughs> I'm just like the lowly, like, can I come hang out? Like, Can I come hang out with your famous friends? With your famous friends. Hey, famous so, people. I brought some craft beer. Is that going to be the was, move? That would be my move. I was thinking I was going to make a cheese ball shaped like a football. That's kind <laughs> of my move. <laughs> Maybe one shaped like a baseball and one shaped like a, a microphone. Yeah. Right. For the guests <laughs> of honor. be a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I don't care about football that much anyways. Well, way uh, to keep it low-key, but big-key, yeah. Deb. Jesus. Well, I can't wait to hear about it next time around. Sheesh. I know. Anybody do anything for Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day is coming up. And, you know, it's actually kind of cool. My boss today was like, you know, I'm going to let everybody go early next week on Valentine's Day so you can, like, prepare for your spouses and do something nice. I was like, all right, I'm going to take that opportunity to, like, take a nap or something. It'll be great. <laughs> I'll take your wife out. Mm-hmm. Only if I can film. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> What is happening here? <laughs> what? Your wife's hot. I'd hit it. 
<laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about you guys. We never go out on Valentine's Day. Like, if we do anything for Valentine's Day, it's it's days before or after, just because I don't want to deal with the bullshit of all the idiots who are like, oh, Valentine's Day. Like, I'd much rather cook or do something for her. Like, last Valentine, I think it was last year, just went and got some fillets, got some sides, and just cooked up a bomb-ass dinner and got hammered. You know, that, that's what we normally do. This year for us, the kids have off school, you know, because mm. the teachers need another day for something or another. And anyway, the last, like two um, years off. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> love you, okay. teachers. Um, yeah. So then uh, I was, my kids love the French fries at Eagle Park Brewing. They <laughs> are probably the best French fries in the world. I would put them up against any French fries anywhere else. You would so, tell them anything to get them to go there with you. Th- that's not true because they do love them that much. So I was, since they were off of school, I was going to say, hey, I'm off Mondays. How about I take my two little Valentines to, you know, the brewery to get the best Aww. French fries in the world. If Aww. I ask my kids where the best French fries in the world are, they say Eagle Park. Do you, like, it's when cr- they're sleeping, great. do you just, like, sneak into the room like, Eagle Park has the yeah. best French fries. <laughs> Subconsciously. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of slipped that one in there. You would think so, but no, these things are that good. So I was wow. trying to, you know, trying to bribe my kids to go there and then... My wife was like, oh, well, I don't work until one o'clock on Valentine's Day. So I was like, all right, we'll make it like a family lunch at Eagle Park for Valentine's Day. <laughs> there you go. I will say, so. speaking of French fries, there's a brewery out here. It's, it's in Goleta. Deb's probably heard of it. Uh, Hollister Brewco. Oh, yeah. I haven't been there in years. Bit of a drive for me. But I will say they had some of the best fucking French fries. They're fried in duck fat. Oh, geez. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Super yeah. healthy and delicious. Oh, you know, when you're eating French fries, the last thing you're thinking about is health. Let's be right. Right. So the last couple years, we've mostly stayed at home for Valentine's Day and done kind of like what you do, Greg. But a couple years ago, Brian and I went to 14 Cannons where they had Mm. a cupcake and beer pairing. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, it was delicious. So that was a lot of fun. I wonder if they're doing that this year. You know, speaking of 14 Cannons, uh, I guess I maybe did something over the weekend that I was waiting for. Someone to egg me on to talk about. Uh, oh, geez, please go on. <laughs> <laughs> you dickhead. <laughs> you know what? Just for that, I'm going to talk about it next week. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> no. Over the weekend, uh, and Deborah Bryan stopped by. She brought the intern along, I guess, uh, uncaged him for the day. And uh, we brewed a collaboration beer over at 14 Cannons along with the California Coffee Republic. A lot of republics going on there. Almost sounds like a political thing happening. Uh, we brewed a beer. I don't know if I'm allowed to say what it is yet. I, obviously, there's coffee in it because we're hanging out at the California Coffee Republic, and, and uh, Will was a super cool guy. But uh, yeah, Nick over at 14 is like, hey, let's let's collab on a beer. We've been talking about it probably since like October, and just you know, low key didn't want to jinx it, so I didn't want to talk about it. And it started off as like, hey, we should do something and i was kind of drunk and he was kind of drunk and i was like i'll say it sounds like the start of a drunk conversation yeah exactly i was like that'll never so the next time i saw him he's like so we doing that collab i was like oh we're both sober and you still remember yeah we're doing that collab (laughs) (laughs) he's like think about what you want to do and so like i thought about styles and i will say i was inspired he had a beer on the board called liquid gold and it was a coffee golden it was delicious we went there so good oh every time we're there we got one and it was so funny he's like yeah that thing didn't sell i was like what do you mean it didn't sell? That was the best beer on the board. And everybody I know, Deb, Brian, uh, Nick and Nicole, everybody I know, every time we were in there, always ordered it. 
So I have found the six people who drank that beer. And apparently it was only us. <laughs> but goddamn, was it good. So we started talking about like, what can we do with coffee to kind of replace that one? And he likes working with coffee, likes having a coffee beer on the board. So we got to talking and we, we decided on a style. Of course, he's the genius. So he came up with the recipe. Uh, and it was cool. We, we did the brew day on Saturday. And uh, Will from uh, California Coffee Republic stopped in with a few different coffee options and was brewing some coffee so we could kind of taste them and decide what would taste best with the beer. And, and Nick had the hops out, so we're sniffing the hops and tasting the coffee. And it was actually really cool. Uh, we decided on one of the, the coffees and uh, we, we picked it. And you'll, we'll hear more about it as, as the beer gets released. We have Nick and Will on. But um, we picked it because it just complimented the, the smell of the hops. And, and as it, in fact, as it got colder, the one we picked got better. And I was like, well, it's going into cold beer. That only makes sense. Yeah, that only makes sense, yeah. So uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Devin Bryan stopped by, like I said, for a little bit and uh, hung out and got to watch a little bit of the process. And it was a cool day. Just got to hang out and brew beer and drink a little beer and tried one of have, the ones. Did you have the lab coats on? Because this sounds like a <laughs> lot of research, Greg. A lot of research. I mean, we were sciencing the fuck out of that place, but uh, no, no lab coats. We did get to try some of his beers that weren't ready yet. He's like, hey, you want to? Hit off the tab. I was like, yeah, let's do it. So he, he opened up a couple of tanks and we got to try some stuff that's yet to be released. One of them was an IPA that's coming out very soon. It was funny. He goes, here you go. And, he, and he's notoriously not a hazy fan. And because it wasn't finished yet and hadn't gone through the uh, centrifuge, it was very hazy. Looking. I was like, oh, look at this. Nick brewed a hazy. He's like, yeah, fuck off. It's <laughs> 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 like, don't take any pictures. So uh, anyways, it was a good time. So I, I can't wait to share more details with everybody uh, as the release comes closer. It's going to be like mid-March, early to mid-March is what we're shooting for. Uh, we're talking about doing a podcast and maybe a little event for it. So uh, I say hopefully there's a huge release party. That'd be freaking awesome. Yeah, we're, we're looking to do something. We haven't locked in the details. I'm also in the works with the name. Like I, I sent him a list of names today. Uh, they were so bad he hasn't responded yet. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. I I even preface I was like these aren't the best names in the world, and and I'll take the no response as a as Greg's a solid beer, yeah. Greg's delicious beer. Did you see my list? Beer of Greg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're trying to get Republic in the name <laughs> since there's two different republics, and Fourteen Cannons has a very strong branding of like piratey nautical things, and so I'm like mm -hmm. Jesus. And there's coffee, and so we're trying to. I'm trying to come up with these like coffee nautical republic themed beers, and it's it's uh it's taking some work. So we'll see. If anybody has any ideas, please please send them my way. Uh, so that was my weekend. A lot of fun, and I am extremely excited to share that with everybody. We'll see. I'm I'm hoping we can it. It'd be really fun to can it and like send it around and stuff. So all right, moving on. Enough about me. Ludicrous libation laws. This one I figured in honor of the Super Bowl, we should do one from California since Super Bowls in LA this year. Thought this, should, this could be like a bit of a PSA for those who are coming in from out of state and expect to do maybe a little research while they're here. I want to let you know in California, we don't know what the fuck we're doing with growlers. It's true. You want to get your growler filled or refilled uh, with a beer not from the original brewery that's on your growler? Well, they are going to put a fucking sticker on it. Uh, that There must be a label that covers the original label that shows... The name of the brewery, the name of the beer, and uh, other specific information like the ABV and such. So uh, don't come in with like your favorite hundred dollar double triple sealed vacuumed douche growler and not <laughs> expect to have a sticker placed on it because they will a hundred percent put a sticker on it and uh, you will be angry about it. Now hold yeah. up, as someone who worked in a brewery in California, mm -hmm. I will tell you I used masking tape. 
Yeah, you are a hero. So that way, yeah, it peels off clean and it doesn't fuck up the growler. Yes. And then I had pre-made little stickies for the beers and I would just stick that on the masking tape. Hats off. Like Purple Heart right there. You are a, a true <laughs> hero. I, I really appreciate uh, Mammoth Brewing up in Mammoth. They wrap growlers in plastic wrap. So they put like oh, a couple like, layers of plastic wrap and then sticker yeah. and then, you know, you just peel it right off and you're good to go. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Um, I, I hate it. It's so dumb. I, I have one of those really douchey, like double vacuum sealed whatever growlers. And <laughs> so you're making fun of yourself. I'm okay with that. Now. Oh, 110%. <laughs> I got, it has a sleeve you could buy for it, like a neoprene sleeve that is like meant to keep the, you know, from dinging and stuff. Well, instead I was like, here, put your sticker on this. And some breweries look at me like, well, I got to put it on the growler. I was like, why don't you just put it on the sleeve? And like, I've had breweries take off the sleeve to put this. I'm like, wow, <laughs> hold please. Like what? I was like, can't you just put it on the sleeve? Like, well, I'm supposed to put a sticker. I was like, I understand. And I don't want to stop you from doing your job, but I prefer you did your job on the sleeve. That only cost me $15 instead of the growler. That was like $80. Jeez. Uh, yeah. So. Be, be you know, warned. I, I couldn't tell you the last time I filled up a growler. Yeah, I don't really do it anymore unless I absolutely have to. You know, we had this, uh, now we basically live right by the beer garden that is permanent in our location, mm-hmm. but uh, it, it used to just be like a summer pop-up thing, and they did pint glasses, they did the liter mugs, they did growlers. So naturally, the first time we went, we got a couple pints, couple mugs and a growler just in case we ever wanted to stop by fill it up be on our merry way right well uh the only filled up the growlers the first year and we went back the second year to try and get some as we were going to somebody's house and we're like oh yeah it's you know we really like this beer we'll go fill up the growler and head there and i went out to go order it and i was like yeah I'll, you know fill this up with whatever i can't remember what beer it was and they're like oh yeah we don't do that anymore i was like what do you mean you don't do it anymore they're like, oh, because we don't we don't have a, a sealer. We can't seal the growler shut. And I was like, you, you, you just like shrink just, wrap it. You just put like tape over the cap because that that was like the the I don't know. It's some kind of a legality mm. where it would technically be like an open container. Oh, sure. Um, So they could screw the cap on. But they're like, yeah, we don't have anything to seal it. I'm like, Duct anywhere tape. else you go, they'll just put a piece of tape over the <laughs> right. cap and just send you on your way so i'm just kind of like well this is you know bullshit and <laughs> yeah you know the growler itself is like 40 bucks so it's like now i'm shit out of a growler yeah. <laughs> we have the problem where we have growlers that we don't ever use anymore some of them are like breweries that have closed and the wife's like we got to keep these like why i don't want to fill growlers like the beer no. only last two days tops when we moved into our new house two years ago we we had like three growlers and we left them all at the old house we're just yeah. like, fuck it. Like, if they want to keep them, they can keep them. If they want to get rid of them, throw them away. But we have no use for them anymore. We don't really have a use for them anymore either. And the wife's like, oh, but they, you know, it's Russian River. I was like, we don't even live near Russian River. <laughs> we still have an OG Ballast Point one. Oof. <laughs> From like eight years ago, nine years ago. Talk about the recycle pile. <laughs> right. Oh, At this point, we just, I think, keep it because it's funny now. <laughs> well, now they're, you, you left, you kept it so long that now it's cracked again. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's an investment right there. I was just going to say that it's like an investment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we knew one day they'd be cracked again. So, uh, all right. Before we uh, check in with Chew, the homie Chew, let's answer the most important question of the night. 
In a world where craft beer is king. A world where muscles are bigger than growlers. Only one tongue can guide us. One man. One tongue. One tongue jobber. In this world, we must find out what is flex drinking. <laughs> Sorry, I had to warm up the old tongue jobber there. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Deb can't contain herself. Jeez. Got to put an X rating on that thing. Yeah, I can't uh, stand up. <laughs> so, all right. Funny story about this beer, all right? So there was a certain beer from a certain brewery that I kind of shit on a couple shows ago. And um, it yeah, was it a cotton candy. It wasn't the one you're reviewing. You just happened to be drinking it. And it was- yeah, and I wanted to review it yeah. one day, and I it just turned out horrible. So uh, Jared, the beer guy on Instagram, he's a fan of the show, listens. And, uh, Hi, Jared. Hey, Jared. <laughs> that was good. Uh, <laughs> so he it was like a out truck in commercial again. He was out in South Carolina, and he sent me an Instagram message, and he says, "Hey, I'm at Fatty's Beer Works in South Carolina. They had this cotton candy milkshake IPA on tap." He said, "I got it. I liked it." And if I can get it to go, I'm gonna send you a can because I know how much you like cotton candy flavored things and i'm like damn this is redemption at its finest <laughs> so thank you jared um like i said this is fatty's beer works and uh the can says cotton candy milkshake double dry hopped ipa 6.5 and a half percent alcohol by volume uh on untapped this has a 3.78 cumulative there's zero description <laughs> zero um it just says details, IPA, Imperial, double milkshake, which I don't think it's actually a double. I think it's just double dry hopped. But uh, on the old sniffer here, mm. let's uh, get some redemption sniff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It doesn't smell like vomit. Oh, it step is, one. That is great. It is faintly sweet. So we're already in a step of the right direction. Even if it smelled like nothing, I think that'd be an improvement. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I, I wish you could have smelled that other beer. It's just I atrocious. Don't. Yeah. So, <laughs> tongue jobber's warmed up, so we're going to dive right in. No. This is a pretty good beer. I'm not going to lie. It has faint cotton candy sweetness to it, and it's definitely the cotton candy flavor. You can taste that for sure. It's a little bit malty. It's fairly light for what it is, and being a double dry hopped, it's fairly light, um, low carbonation. Um, I don't know what the IBUs are, but there's a little bit of... Oh, 40 IBUs, so that basically checks out. That bitterness is there, mm-hmm. uh, not mm-hmm. lingering, but all of these flavors, there's not one more overpowering than the other, so it's like super balanced. Um, this is a pretty damn good beer. But does so, it taste like cotton candy? Yeah, there's definitely cotton candy flavor to it. Okay, we found a winner. Ding, ding. Thank you very much, Jared, the beer guy. Yeah, indeed. I, uh, my, mine must be delayed in the mail or something like that. Anyways, <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> we, we got a voice before we get to news. We got a voicemail from uh, our favorite homie, Chew Your Beer, and, uh, he's got some words for me. Here's he Chew. really is our favorite, by the way. Oh, pff, leaps and bounds. Hands down. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Yo, what's up? My homies at the Craft Beer Republic, Chew Your Beer here. And you guys were talking about uh, medicating, homie, after a cruda. A cruda means a amino hangover, homes. Uh, 
the funny thing is I don't get hangovers, Holmes. It's been a long time since I had a hangover. I do Lucky. get fucking drunk, but for some reason I don't wake up with hangovers. But when I did, my best remedy was another cold beer, homie. Like a, it had to be like a ghetto-ass beer, like a Modelo or even a Coors. <laughs> Just something really cold early in the morning, homie. Mostly water. That always fixed the, the cruda, <laughs> homie. So basically it's like you're still drunk, Holmes. You, you just kept going from from last night, so that 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 was always my cure, Holmes. But like I said, I don't know why I, I haven't been hung over in a, more than, than ten years, Holmes. And I pound, homie. I pound like a motherfucker, Holmes. So uh, maybe because <laughs> I do drink a, a water here and there, and uh, I, I pace myself, Holmes. A lot of times, you know, you get that good buzz from the second beer, and I like to maintain that buzz, so I have another one. But I pace myself. And then uh, usually when I get real friendly and huggy, I kind of bring it back a little, homie, and I slow down. But, you know, um, I just, I guess you just need to know yourself, Holmes. I don't, I don't get to that point because if I do, I'm fighting somebody, homie, and I don't want to be fighting anymore, <laughs> Holmes. I'm not in high school anymore. That's it. That shit don't, you know, I'm 45, 40, I'm going to be 46. Come on, man. You can't be throwing putazos anymore, Holmes. You got to... <laughs> You just got to be a humble person, Holmes. So uh, I kind of maintain, I know my levels, I know my barometer, and I know where I'm at, Holmes, and I and I let it drop down, and then I pick it back up, homie. You know, kind of like Flex when he's lifting, homie. All right, this is true your beer, <laughs> and learn how to drink. I say, I have to watch your peace out, eh? <laughs> you know I what I think it is? Drink. I, think, I think Chew's hair of the dog method is just makes him continuously bunk buzzed for the rest of his life right so like that buzz that he gets he just never loses therefore he never gets hung over you, you can't get hung over. yeah you can't get yeah. hung over if you don't stop drinking so yeah he's, he's on to something yeah this this was spurred by my hangover discussion a couple weeks ago but uh the diet dr Pe- i saw somebody yeah. drinking a diet dr pepper the other day i was like what the fuck are you listening to the craft beer republic or something that, that they were hung over <laughs> The best hangover remedy, that, and like some pozole. Oh, God, so good. Uh, anyways, thanks, Chew. Uh, you guys can call us, 805-538-BEER, number to call. You can leave us a voice, but you can even text us if you want. Also, he's he said uh, he's, he's too old to be throwing those potassos anymore. As long as he keeps throwing those chocotassos, I think we'll be all right. Yes. yes. Bring them on. Yeah, come on, more chocotassos. Uh, all right, a couple of stories to get through before we wrap things up. Uh, last week, it was last week, I said that uh, Green Flash, the brewery, had sold. And apparently I was wrong. It, I don't know, the website said sold, and I've gotten like 10 emails since then that the brewery has not sold. So if anybody's looking to buy a ginormous brewery that turned out some really bitter beer and then turned really crappy towards the end of their lifespan there, uh, Green Flash Brewery, still for sale. Enjoy. Legit logo, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just this weekend was like, hey, you know, I really like Alpine. I was like, hope you don't like it too much. God. And you know what's what's funny is uh, this is my birth month. Mm-hmm. And every year Alpine would put out a beer called Hoppy Birthday. Oh. And it would always come out right around the time of my birthday. So my goal on my birthday was to get a Hoppy Birthday. And now I'm kind of bummed out, man. Well, you know, they Aww, poor dad. the original Alpine uh, father-son duo has reopened their own brewery. I've heard this. I can't wait to get down there and try yeah. it. 
what are they? Uh, their last name, uh, Mecklehenny, I believe. I think it's just Mecklehenny's yeah, I think that's Brewing right. Company or something like that. So, uh, yeah, I haven't had anything yet. I don't think they're distributing yet, but uh, I do want to go check them out. Dear India, we're sorry. Signed, the United States. Apparently, Budweiser is oh, coming into geez, India yeah. with an energy, non-alcoholic energy drink called Budweiser Beats. Enjoy. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Enjoy that. Uh, no. And speaking of Budweiser, just in time for the Super Bowl, AB has released Bud Light Next, a zero-carb, 80-calorie, 4% beer. No. As someone, Why? <laughs> no. As someone who watches their carb intake, myself, uh, I don't know how this could be beer. Like, I, I love the idea of a no-carb no beer, but uh, I don't love the idea of it being Budweiser. Uh, I don't know how it's, how do you make a no carb beer? The main ingredient in beer is carbs. That's, that's what the alcohol is made from. It's, I don't, I don't understand how that works. I'm just going to say this again. No. <laughs> Words of wisdom. <laughs> no. I mean, you can't argue with that kind of logic. No, he nailed no. it. He nailed it. Uh, you may remember from earlier last year, I think in July, Paul Myhill, AKA the Colorado beer guy. His goal was to hit 365 breweries in 365 days, and he, he nailed it over the summer. Well, he's now hit all 467 breweries, brew pubs, and satellite brewery restaurants and tap rooms in the state of Colorado within 18 months. This dude's a champ. He is. Yeah. Our hero. Seriously, we need to put him like on a dollar bill or something. Well, Colorado needs to like create like a, a championship belt for him <laughs> seriously like the, the the brewers of colorado need to get together and just be like this guy deserves this i'd, I'd be okay i'd support that it's the least they can do it yeah i mean really this guy just think about the tax revenue that he has generated over his drinking alone he yeah and think it. what have you done in the last 467 days or whatever days it took him I mean, I probably drink just as much beer, just not well, as many Yeah, locations. yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Yeah. Probably just as drunk as he is. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, this is uh, local to Fleximus. Dick Leinenkugel is going to retire <laughs> from the family's brewery uh, in December of this year, and his nephew, Tony Brewer, will take over the 155-year-old <laughs> brewery. Brewer. Dick a derp. Well, that's cool. I mean, you know, good for Dick. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, they've been Molson for, for what ten years now. So yeah, I mean, they, I mean, they still produce some pretty, pretty decent beer. I was surprised that it was still family owned since Molson owns the joint. Oh yeah, they still have like their uh, the age old brewery up in it was like uh, Chippewa Falls, I believe it is. Hey, I have something to share. Oh please, I just realized something. We got a streak going. Oh. Every time I'm on the show, we talk about Dick. <laughs> it's a streak we need to continue. Jeez, well, <laughs> Deb. But, uh, is it I'm a just streak? You're like a dick magnet. I'm a dick magnet. What can I say? Jeez. Deb the dick magnet. <laughs> now there is a license plate. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, all right. That is everything. That is how we are going to end the show. Oh, uh, against better. Anyways, I'm going to hit some music. Hey, I'm Greg, gonna say, hit some music. Yeah, I, I think it's about time I did. I'm going to say hello to Vanessa. Hey, Vanessa. Hi, Vanessa. 
And I'm going to implore all you to go check out crappyrepublic.com as well as crappyrepublic on the socials. Deb at one hop with a P. Mess on the grams. And Flex at flexmeabeer underscores. In between, don't forget to call us, 805-538-BEER. Be cool like Chew. Leave us a voicemail. Uh, With that, I hope everyone is staying very well hydrated. And on that note, good night, everybody. Good night.